Money Show. Business Unusual. Zanella and Japa this evening, the unlearning experts. Tell us why we need to forget everything, Zanella. I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. Um, I forget my name most days, but and there is an importance to forgetting a lot of the garbage that we kind of store in our brains that is essentially worthless to us. There definitely is. But that's the thing. Unlearning is not necessarily forgetting, but it's just shifting. Got you. Okay. So we're going, we're going from an analog world to a digital world. You still need to know how to spell and write. Uh, just do it in the digital world. Now, um, talk to me then about the, the organizational, the secret organizational change that we simply don't know about. Tell me about this one. Sure. So just a bunch of different things. So let's start here, firstly. What we're seeing at the moment is, is not our regular types of change. So we're not seeing the regular rates of change that we've always seen in the past three or so years. What individuals in, in the professional setting and organization, but also just regular individuals on the street have started to see is this ongoing, consistent rate of change, both in their organizations, but also juxtaposed on top of their personal lives. So, so many individuals are now overstimulated. And I love the term overstimulated because it says that we're almost on this hamster wheel that was supposed to stop. So we can manage the changes and build them in, but the hamster wheel hasn't stopped. And people are saying, how do I get off of here? Because the rates of change is so consistent and so ongoing that individuals are really starting to find that those legacies, which is the mental health that's now been compromised, are really starting to sting. So th- I think that that's a really important context to set. So people really understand why it's so important to manage organizational change in a different way than we've been doing. Because uh, for so many people, the, the desire to get off the treadmill is so very, very strong. But you get off for a nanosecond, you miss uh, a month or two or six uh, or a year of work and everything has changed so dramatically. If you're in it, it's a small increase incremental daily change you build upon change upon change upon change and you kind of you've learned to get used to it over time take yourself out of the system for a year or two and you very quickly realize how fast the world is in fact moving absolutely and i literally had someone the other day tell me you know what i didn't even take my lunch during the day (sighs) because i felt if i stepped away from the laptop i would miss something god forbid and then by the time i come back the entire organization has fallen on its head and i get fired all sorts of different things that are, are really telling us that there is a need a huge need in fact for not just leaders, but individuals within organizations to find ways to support themselves, but also each other through some of the the seismic shifts and organizational transitions that we're seeing. And so that's what this one secret is all about. Uh, What are companies doing? I mean, some companies will obviously do it better than others. What are the good ones doing? (laughs) So a few key things that we've seen, and these are some of the regular things that uh, a change leads change managers, transformation leads will recommend. It's your tracking, your autonomy, which is actually perceived autonomy if we think about it. And then the reward, which is very extrinsically focused. But what I have found has worked extremely well with organizations that I've worked with, but also identifying other organizations is this idea of co-creating the change agenda. And what that means is is basically making it about your people. And here's the test, Bruce, and, and you can play along here. I'd like just uh, listeners, wherever they are, just to play along. Blink twice for me if when you wake up in the morning, you say to yourself, oh, I can't wait to fulfill my company's purpose. 
usually when I do that, I play around with people, I get very few blinks, at least from where I stand. And the, the idea there is that when we wake up in the morning, our biggest driver for action, for managing change, for shifting behavior, like you mentioned earlier, is ourselves, our personal vision, our personal goals, and our personal purpose. Uh, it, it, companies got, got it right, though, when people are wanting to shift the company's purpose. Um, you know, they're, they're, the people are so engaged. People are so entrenched or not entrenched. Entrenched is a terrible old fashioned word. But people are so engaged with their, with their job. They're so engaged by, uh, their, their place of work. And th- that suggests to me where people are truly committed and people are on board and they work really, really hard and they are driving the corporate agenda. Um, it's either because they're paid an awful lot of money to do so and they're terrified of losing the income they're incentivized to do so or maybe they truly do believe it they've drunk the corporate (laughs) kool-aid possibly and and that's when we see that productivity the efficiency and the morale but more than that more than those extrinsic factors like you've mentioned whether it's the raise or it's the bonus is the extrinsic the intrinsic pardon me intrinsic motivation that comes with that alignment between purpose and change one thing that a particular FMCG organization, I'm not going to give them some, some free, um, airline here or, or um, so, you know, to some airtime, but what they do is they've got something called a purpose plan that individuals within their teams will put together to form that alignment to say, if this is where the organization is going, if this is our big direction, how do I see myself fitting into that? How does that align? to the reason why I wake up in the morning, whether it's to change beauty stereotypes across the world, whether it's to challenge certain things that are happening that I feel are an injustice. Where is that link for me? So that when I wake up to go to X company, I know that I'm not just doing it for their numbers or for the numbers of the organization, but I'm also doing it for me. So many people, so many companies have got so many things to do, so many things to fix. um, Everything's a work in progress almost all the time. If there was going to be one thing, I don't know if this is unfair, but if there's one thing that we could change that would make a sustained real difference without causing havoc, fear, trepidation, and people you know, scurrying to the quiet quitting corner wherever those guys sit, um, what would that one thing be? It would be conversation. I know this sounds really cheesy, but that's a really great place to start. So many individuals in, in leadership and in, in, um, in leadership positions and management or even individuals that are line managers have no idea why their people wake up in the morning. And, and we feel almost, and, and this is from the perspective of individuals or professionals, we don't necessarily feel like they should or they should care, but that shouldn't be the case. So a great place to start is just to be conversational. Find out why your people wake up in the morning so that when it is time to encourage them to, to, be on the hamster wheel and to contribute, you know exactly how to do that, but also how it's going to serve them and their personal purpose. Thank you, Zanella. Lovely to have you on. The unlearning expert, Zanella Yapa, this evening uh, is the unlearning lady forgetting everything you learned and not forgetting, uh, compartmentalizing everything you've learned, keeping the useful bits, utilizing the useful bits, but learning new bits too, constantly.